0: Welcome to Phone Messages, episode 177. A very important question. My name is Paul Mason Foch. This week, I play message number 11 from Benjamin Evans. The message is 20 seconds long and comes from the spring of 1990. Here we go. Ah, wow, that didn't sound like Paul at all. Uh, hi, well, Paul, this is Ben. Uh, I'm reading a message about
1: 9.30 Tuesday morning. And I was just calling to ask you a very important question, a very deep question, a very heavy question. The question is...
0: I don't think that was me, Mason. You're calling at 9.30 Tuesday morning. So, maybe part of the issue is that uh, When we wake up in the morning, our voices, we kind of sound groggy.
1: Your just woke up groggy scenario would be somewhat plausible because, you know, during that time, I was going out to a lot of concerts and things, mostly on the north side. So those could be some late nights. You know, a lot of University of Chicago students were very studious and they were, you know, focused on their classes and wanted to stay up late reading Foucault or something. Meanwhile, while they were doing that, Johnny Lee and I would be, you know, taking the red line all the way up to uh, Club Dreamers to see Soulside or something. That's kind of how I met people, just people that were interested in going out to hear live music and stuff. Johnny Lee was like an amazing kind of metal style guitarist. And um, we had a little combo with Nathan Ferguson. And there was at one point I had a pretty beat up old Ludwig drum set with like a hi-hat and a crash and kick drum. I think it was when we were on 57th Street and there was a basement apartment that was just unlocked <laughs> and we used to go in there and practice. And then after that, we f- I formed a group called Speed Scat with Stell and James Warden and Carla Bruce and Ted Gray. We would just kind of like jam and play around and come up with ideas in Stell's living room when he lived <laughs> on 57th Street. And James Warden would be playing kind of like a little percussive kind of thing with different found objects. And uh, Carla Bruce would come up with this, like, basically just kind of coming up with poetry and different lyrics and stuff. I think we used to just get together like whenever we could, almost every night. And uh, Stella and I also did a radio show on WHPK that had live bands come on um, in the middle of the record library. There was a big empty space, and they would just set up in there. Something hype. Oh, yeah, that was the radio show, Pure Hype. We weren't the first people to do that show, uh-huh. but we, we inherited it. Um, there were a number of times we didn't have a live band booked. And I remember Stella and I would drive up to Cabaret Metro, and there would be some band playing that we liked, like uh, Babes in Toyland from Minneapolis, St. Paul. Or I remember them particularly because we drove all the way up there, and we did an interview with them on one of those old Morantz tape recorders. And then drove all the way back down to Hyde Park and uh, played that on the air, the interview we had just done with them.
0: That's amazing. So you just approached them after.
1: Bands would get to the venue, whatever it was, uh, and they would get there early for the sound check. And then we would just go there and be like, hi, we're from WHBK. And a lot of the bands knew WHBK because it had been, you know, this long history of uh, playing underground music, playing independent music. There was one time Nathan Ferguson and Carla and I went to. See Bad Brains right after um, that album Quickness came out. I think it was at Cubby Bear. And we went up there and we were like, hi, we're from WHPK. And they're like, oh yeah, WHPK, cool. And uh, we interviewed uh, HR, the lead singer of Bad Brains. And that was back when WHPK had a print magazine. So we could play the interview on the air, but then we could also transcribe it. And Carla was also a great photographer. So she would take pictures of the bands and stuff while we're interviewing them as well. So it would go into this magazine, you know, and then come out like months and months later.
0: Listening to Ben recount his extracurricular activities circa 1990 makes me wonder if he ever slept. And then I remembered our previous discussion of how much he loved coffee. I'm also impressed by the strong social network Ben had. Especially around music. Some of the folks Ben mentions have come up in previous episodes, including Johnny Lee, Stel Volavanis, and of course, frequent contributor James Warden. As for Ben's other bandmates, Nathan Ferguson is now a corporate counsel at Amazon. Ted Gray is a media librarian in Deerfield, Illinois, and Carla Bruce ended up moving to Australia. In the fall of 1990, Carla played a memorable role in my life by hosting me in Paris before I went on to study French in Clermont-Ferrand. Ben mentions a couple of live music venues, Cabaret Metro and The Cubby Bear that deserve the same historical treatment that Club Dreamers received in a previous episode. But for today, I want to talk pure hype. As Ben notes, he and Stell were not the first to host this radio show. So I reached out to Stell and asked if he remembered when the show originated. He, in turn, forwarded the query to Ken Bundy Brown, who has a great memory for this history. According to Bundy, the show was started in the fall of 1986 by Eric Lawson, who did it for a year, after which Bundy briefly hosted. Initially, the show mostly broadcast interviews, not live performances, which began when Eric Peterson took over in the spring of 1988. In the fall 1988 edition of WHPK Magazine, the same zine where Ben frequently published interviews, our late friend Jason Weitzer co-authored an article titled The Purest of Hypes, which begins, Pure Hype is WHPK's local music show featuring the best in local alternative music and live performances by local bands. Pure Hype also promotes the shows taking place in Chicago every week, giving away tons of tickets for the very hottest shows, so that while you listen to the best, you can attend the shows of the best absolutely free. Based on this article, it appears Jason was involved with the program the 88-89 school year, which would mean Ben and Stell were hosts from fall 89 to the spring of 90. In 1996, WHBK produced a compilation CD of performances from Pure Hype, including a track from Ben and Stell's band, Drag King, which will certainly be discussed in a future episode. Of course, the Internet has greatly expanded the potential audience from HBK's 100 watts broadcast area, and in 2012, Pure Hype uploaded a few concerts performed live in the old record library space to YouTube. According to the current radio schedule, the program continues to broadcast live rock, jazz, blues, rap, and everything else from 8:30 to 10 p.m. Fridays. If you want to hype this podcast, go to pfoch.com. That's p f o t s h.com. Many thanks to Ben for his pure thoughts on the past. Thanks also this week to Stell and Bundy for helping me with a history of pure hype. And thank you for listening. Talk to you next week.